Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> That's going to be interesting. <laughs> well, there's there's lots to dive into. So, you know, get out your fork, your knife. Get ready to cut a little bit off. Um, all right. Well, welcome aboard, everybody. Uh, this is... Uh, this is Picks and Trips into the Kiss and Cry. I'm Billy. I'm Cody. And uh, we're here to talk about figure skating, specifically the competitions that have been happening lately um, and an upcoming event. Um, we'll start with the upcoming event as we've uh, kind of taken to doing so that we can bury the lead and, you know, hopefully get you hanging around for more than five seconds to go, oh, just tell me how you who lost last week. That's all I care about. Who's the <laughs> loser? Um and uh, so we're going to start with uh, the Finlandia Trophy um, happening in Finland this weekend. Uh, this has not been a traditionally well-attended Canadian event. Like, we typically don't send a ton of uh, Canadian entries, but we've got a few. Yeah. Um, I think at least one each category. Uh, I think it balances out to that, but I think we've... Yeah, we're not sending anybody in dance. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. Oh, yeah, we are. We we both picked them. <laughs> I should probably like wake up or something. I don't know. Okay, all right. Yeah, here we got men, ladies. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sure. All right. I'm in. <laughs> I'm down. So uh, so let's dance, Cody. Uh, let's start with the dance. I haven't even actually, I'm just getting to have a look at yours. And this is, um, this is now what I'm, what I'm seeing here is that we have the same picks and this has been fairly typical uh, of what we think is who's going to be in the top five. Yeah. And then the question is who's going to be where in the top five. Um, but I think our consensus is a pretty obvious choice is Madison Chalk and Evan Bates from the United States. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they've been world medalists, they're, and their top score, they're topping out over 200 points. Yeah. And the next closest is like 185. So Too much. They're, yeah. I think they're a runaway. They're, I mean, they're always fun to watch. Um, I like the changes that they've made since uh, since moving to Mary France and Patrice's camp in Montreal. And and I think they're they're in a good spot in their career where they're skating for themselves. Like they've they've medaled at worlds. Yes, they would like to win an event, um, like at that world level, that Olympics. They're clearly kicking around for this quadrennial to go back. Um, and I think they're probably one of the front runners. Uh, it's looking in this quadrennial. Um, obviously, you have the French team, but I mean the French team are up there. The, the French team's pretty tough to uh, to take on, um, but in ice dance, I mean they've been they've been contenders on the regular. Um, looking at their last couple world championships, they haven't been as hot like seventh, fifth, and sixth over the last three years. Um, but I mean, over the last seven years, they haven't been lower than seventh, um, eighth at the uh, eighth in, in Sochi. Ninth in Pyeongchang at the Olympics. Um, they've medaled at the last five Four Continents events they've been to. They've been U.S. champs. They've been on the podium for the last seven years in the United States. So, I mean, really, there's not much. 
there's not much they haven't done at this point other than win a world title and win an Olympic medal. So, yeah. I mean, they're, uh, they're the front runner. Um, and then we got into, uh, you've got the, uh, the Russians of Popova and Mozgov. I do. Um, and I mean, I, I know it's obvious to go with Russia because um, <laughs> they've been breeding some very nice skating and some very uh, beautiful work. Uh, I've got them on my list, but I don't have them till fifth. What, what is it that stands out to you? Cause I'm looking at their top score and it's, it's down there by comparison. Um, yeah. Um, I, as we've seen so far, um, these first senior bees are always a bit rocky. Um, I think they're really just, uh, they did really well do last one. Um, I thought yeah. Nepala was actually a strong competition. Um, mm-hmm. That's where we saw them last time. Yeah, and, uh, and they, they finished on the podium. They finished fourth, actually. They were just off the podium. My bad. I should read my my score sheets better. <laughs> um. So yeah, like, I mean, they had a good placement there, and honestly, okay. it was like a really tight race for the next five. Uh, four spots so they just got a little bit over the edge there for me yeah i mean this this little section of uh of contenders from second to fifth for us um their top scores are anywhere between 185 and 175 really so i mean a 10 point spread which is a lot in dance but they're all kind of jumbled up in there uh, I've got them in fifth because they had the lowest top score out of anybody. And I know you're going to tell me like uh, the Canadians of um, Majori Lejoie and Zachary Laga. That's from a junior event and fair enough. Um, and I know that that's probably going to go higher, right? That's what you've been telling me all season. Yes. Is that because it was a junior event, the, the component scores are like factored differently and it's going to be a bigger number than the 176 they've got here. Yeah. Um, and they've already been out and they had a pretty good first round at their event that they, they hit up earlier this season. Yeah. Um, where were they? Lombardia. Lombardia. I got to go back and find it now. Shouldn't have to go too far, but <laughs> for some reason I'm lost. I'm lost in my own. There we are. Yeah. They finished um, seventh at Lombardia. Um, yeah. I'm still, I'm still sticking with it. Uh, yeah, I think well, they're going to finish fourth. You got them in fifth. I mean, we're not far off. Yeah. Um, but the there's some teams in here. Um, we we don't have anybody the same second through fifth. No. Um, <laughs> uh, there's the there's a a Chinese team that we both have in third, and that was surprising to me because Chinese dancing is not um, uh, something we typically see. But uh, the team of Wang and Liu are—they've uh, got a top score of 184, and I mean that came from an event already this season, which was Nebelhorn. Yes. So, I mean, they seem to be on an upward swing. They're with the uh, Mary France and Patrice camp. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, ever since uh, was it Beijing? Uh, it's announced for the next Olympics, Winter Olympics in 2022. 
um, the Chinese China. have really pushed their figure skating. Um, I mean, men's have always been strong, but you see, you see that push for um, the dance as well. Um, and like they came sixth at both the Grand Prix last season, which is very respectable. Yeah, I mean, it's it's up there, but I mean, I think they there's room for growth, and I think they recognize that is that they're um, they're they're pushing to get up into that that upper echelon. So, I mean, a top score of 184 and early in the season, I think that's going to go up. We could see that get up into the 190s even probably by the end of the season if uh, if that work continues to go the way it's going for them. So, um, I think it'll be an interesting pick. Um, and then we've got Allison Reed and Solius Ambrilovicius um, from Lithuania. Yeah, and this I, again, countries that I'm not typically <laughs> used to seeing, but I'm like, okay, sure, let's run with it. Um, and they had a top score of uh, cool. 180 at Nebelhorn as well, so they were they were just behind um, Wang and Liu. Yes, and they're working with Marina Zueva um, and Massimo Scali. Uh, so there's some, some pretty big, big wig names as far as coaches and, um, uh, you know, pull in that dance world. So, <laughs> I mean, that should be, this should be an interesting. Well, I mean, we've seen Allison Reed as well, um, when she skated with her brother for Japan. Yep. They had some success as well. They, yeah, I mean, they became fairly well known and it seems that since that split, she's kind of bounced around with, uh several partners because um, her she's got three other partners on here on her profile so um, I mean that's not I mean, really uncommon no I mean that's but her hobbies include riding roller coasters Netflix and late night pizza <laughs> all right you do you girl um uh, <laughs> So yeah, there's uh, there's our top five rounded out. Um, so you've got uh, you've got Reed and Ambulavisius in fourth. Four. I've got them on the podium in second. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I almost I'm almost tempted to change it, but I, to me it just seemed weird to put the Chinese team in second. <laughs> like I was like, what, since when has a Chinese dance team been a thing that we've talked about? Well, I mean. Um the Lithuanians as well, they've been to two challenger events so far. So they have a bit more um, I guess experience this season going into this. And they're trying to get some world standing points, aren't they? Like um, yeah, that would make sense. Personal best, world standing points. Yep. Yeah, just get a track record out there for sure. Maybe become a team that's talked about in that top ten. Well I mean they did come thirteen at Europeans. So that's pretty good too. <laughs> I yeah, seventeenth of the world championships. So yeah, probably looking to make a push into that top ten. Um, cool. So there's the dance event. Uh, what do you want to do next, man? Um, let's go into the pairs. Because you're not excited about pairs at all. 
Because that's kind of how I'm feeling about it. I mean, there's there's one thing that I'm excited about here. Actually, there's a couple of things that I'm excited about, but yeah. yeah. Okay, I'll give you two. I want to know how Trent and Evelyn do. Kind of want to see their first outing of the season be big for them. It would be good for, you know, Canadian pair skating. And then the, uh, the long-awaited international arrival of uh, Lubov and Charlie. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, I got a chance to watch them uh, in the summer at mm-hmm. one of the local competitions in Quebec. Um, and they, they, look, they look pretty good. Yeah, I mean, for the first time out and um, really not trained together for that long. No, um, but you knew they were going to get some some work in quickly. I mean, they both had time off from the competitive circuit. Yeah. So this will be what we are curious about is, are they going to be, are they going to be what we dream they're going to be, or are they still going to be putting pieces together? And I think to me, they're still putting pieces together as far as like an international level. They know what's expected of them, but I think there's still some time there to make that look, I don't know, seamless to make it look like they're really out there together. Yeah, as a, as a unit. So, I mean, I've got them in fifth. That doesn't mean I don't hope that they're higher. Um, but that's just my take on it. And just speaking about things we're excited about and international debuts, also, um, they're not in our top five, but uh, Serafini and Mervyn Tran from the U.S. Mm-hmm. are making their international debut as well. Um, so that's one I'm excited to see. Just because, well, I mean, we've seen Mervin around for a while. Um, has a good track record. He's had some success internationally. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how he does with a new partner. I mean, he does have a world bronze medal, does he not? Yes, uh, when he represented Japan. Yeah, with Narumi Takahashi. Yes. I mean, that's going back a few days, though, because that's, that's not on their last chunk of the bio <laughs> so you can't pull it up and i'm like i'm fairly certain i mean he's he's finished with the experiment with marissa castelli um so interesting to see that he's still going to continue to skate for the united states um you know we'd like to see him back in canada i guess but i guess they've invested some time and money in him down there so they're going to want to keep him now right <laughs> yeah um so all the best to Mervyn and Olivia. Hopefully we see some good things. And hey, maybe you're chomping at that top five. I mean, I've seen side-by-side triple flips from them, so. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, they're training in uh, Montreal. So they're they're in that pair hotbed with Richard Gauthier. Um, not to be confused with the pair hotbed in Oakville with uh, Bruno Marcotte. So <laughs> we'll see. Um but uh, I think we've got the, the consensus is is that the winner of this event is going to be Anastasia Machina and Alexander Galibov. Yeah. From Russia. Why are we not surprised it's Russia? <laughs> um, I mean, they've got a top score, 192. They're about 10 points ahead of some, like anybody else's personal best beyond that. Uh, um, oh, well no, as- sorry. Ziegler and Kiefer, but Ziegler and Kiefer, they did not have a good running uh, out at their last event. Yeah, Nebelhorn uh, kind of burned us a little bit, but... 
Same with Efimova and Corbin. And, well, uh, me more than you for that one, but yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it's because I didn't put him in my top five, but uh, you know. <laughs> so, I mean, from that standpoint, I was a little, I was a little hesitant um, to go either either of them on the podium. I actually went with Walsh and Michaud. Um, I saw that in, uh, in second spot because I thought, you know what, maybe it's maybe it's just not a year that. that that things are gelling. And for both of those teams, that's a relatively quick turnaround. I mean, we're talking about a two week turnaround from their last event to put in some miles to, to clean some stuff up. Whereas Walsh and Michaud have had a little more time to stay home, get work done, get, get organized. Cause a lot of these senior B events, the majority of them are happening overseas. Like there was only the two in North America so far. So yeah, as far as Europeans go, they can get to these things a lot easier and a lot more like conveniently and we tend not to send such a big contingent. So this is kind of uh it's like I say, it's surprising to see Finlandia have this many Canadians because I'm typically used to seeing them only send Tess and Scott. Um So yeah, Walsh and me showed for me, I think it's just, they've, they've had more time to stay home and put in the work. And uh then, yeah, I've got Efimova and Corvin in third and Ziegler and Kiefer in fourth and then Lubov and Charlie. Um But you went with the Austrians Yes, I went Ziegler and Kiefer in second. I mean, um, they didn't have the first greatest outing, but that's what the first outing is always for, right? Getting your feet under you, getting your bearings back, being like, okay, this is a start. This is what competition is about again. Yep. Yeah, right. Um, So that's why I have Evelyn and Trent in fifth, because this is their first outing. Um, Everyone has somewhat some legs under them um so yeah i have ziegler key for a second i have lubov and charlie uh in, in third. third um i'm just like you know i have faith in them uh they have great track records i liked what i saw in the summer um i think they could get some i mean they're both well known internationally as well it's not like no one knows their names it's it's true. I mean, I'm sure there's people around the world who are curious what's going to happen with these two, um, knowing that they're put together as a team again. So, you know, they're, I mean, and they're exciting in their own regards. I mean, Charlie has a great personality on the ice. He has like the ability to convey a character. Lubov, I mean, she just has a presence that is like, it's like a floodlight on the ice. Just, you're like, okay, she's there. I can't ignore her. So that'll be uh, it'll be and, good to see them play off each other. And I mean, she just came off a little stint at um, Cirque du Soleil, mm-hmm. where I'm sure she learned a lot there. Um, there's some great talents. Yeah, I mean, with Cirque du Soleil. Yeah, I mean, her performance level and I'm, I'm sure her creativity level has probably been driven up a little bit too. So yeah, pairs. I mean, we're gonna go uh, starting with Russia. We've got a couple of Canadians in the mix, the Austrians, and uh, somewhere in there we've got another Russian team. We hope. <laughs> yeah. We hope. All right. So uh, the couples events are done. Uh, ladies first. Um, I would say men first. Ladies is actually the one where we have the most difference. <laughs> 
I, you know what? Fair enough. Because the only thing that we've got switched is our Russians in the men's event. So, yeah. real quickly, let's talk about what's the same. We've got Shoma Uno in first. Yes. We've got uh, Yamamoto in third, also from Japan. And we've got Roman Sadovsky in fifth. Um, yep. These are the only guys, by the way, in the event that are over 200, sc- 200 scoring. Uh, um, no, I have a couple more. You have a couple. Oh, oh, right. Jimmy Ma is like There's 206. Jimmy Ma, 206. Roman Galay, 203. Okay, barely. Barely. <laughs> I, I I glossed through real fast and went, okay, nothing's flooring me. So there's my 233 uh, with Roman, and that's the bottom end. Um, but I think that's a general consensus. Uh, Yamamoto at 240, and uh, Shomo at 289. Yeah, I mean, we'll have to see how he's doing now working without a base coach and how his summer in um, in Russia treated him. Mm how that's working out for him at the moment. Um, but then our Russians are switched here. Uh, so you've got Lazukin in second, and I have him in fourth. And then you've got Voronov in fourth, and I've got him in second. Yeah. So I'll tell you what I'm thinking about Lazukin if you tell me what you're thinking about Voronov. I mean, I have a feeling I know what you're going to say. <laughs> and it's going to be the exact same thing I said with the pairs. Um, first outing, right? First uh, outing on Lazukin. Yeah, man, he was, I, I watched, I mean, I didn't just look at score sheets. I watched, I went, what happened with this kid? Cause he's got a personal best in like the, it's almost 250. Like, like between him and, and Voronov, they're talking about like a five point differential in their personal bests. So really there shouldn't be that much of a spread, but Lazukin was just a gong show at his last one. Like it, it wasn't, it wasn't pretty. And I get that there's going to be another, another outing, but that again, that was, uh, that was Nepala. That was Lombardia. Lombardia. I mean, so it's been a few weeks. He may have had some time to get it back together, but oh man. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, oh man, that was my confidence. Sh- <laughs> confident shaken shaken oh my goodness yeah you put... that was my same thinking though like that was his first outing he got his um his jitters out he uh shook his legs and went okay next one i got it you know so i i guess i mean yamamoto had a good outing earlier at the uh the u.s men's classic um so, I mean, that's why I got him on the podium. Um, yeah, Lazukin did not have a great outing at Lombardia. And I'm trying to think. Of, I haven't, we haven't seen Voronov yet. No, we haven't. So, um, so, he had a really good last year, actually, on the Grand Prix circuit. Mm-hmm. Um, a trip to Grand Prix final. Um, but he is getting up there in age. I mean, we've seen that oh. more and more. But How dare you, sir? <laughs> He's only 32. <laughs> and in a sport where we have uh, 15-year-olds doing quads, he's double their age. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Okay. I can't argue with that. But... <laughs> I mean, hey, he could be in awesome shape. 
I'm not bagging on him at all. Um, it's just, you know, they tend to be a little more rusty. Well, I mean, in all, in all fairness, Voronov, I mean, this is this is the same sort of behavior we saw from, like, an Evgeny Plushenko, except Evgeny came out and won. Because <laughs> he would, like, the sport was not that wildly changed at the time. So, I mean, he got out while the getting was good. I don't think Voronov has been able to do the same or say the same. Um but well, hey, I, mean, I, mean, I think he's still one of the top um, Russian, Russian men. Russian men are getting, I wouldn't say deep, but Russian men are getting um, like solid. Yes. They're, they're solid contenders. For a while there, after Plushenko, we were looking for the next one and we would get hit and miss activity. They're pretty solid in what they're putting out there. There's like one or two errors but nothing so egregious to go like, what was that? Like, who did you send? What <laughs> happened to Russian men skating? Because that was a question I think a lot of us were asking for a while. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I, I'm happy to say that Russian men skating seems to be a little more consistent and certainly stronger um, than it ha- than it was after the, uh, the departure of Plushenko, any of his times. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know. Um, okay. Well, that one's not going to be as exciting, but yet I'm sure there's enough juggling to go on between that where Yamamoto probably, Yamamoto probably finishes in second and we both look like dopes and there's Sadovsky on the podium and the two Russians will be like somewhere down in seventh and eighth and who knows. (laughs) But speaking of Russians. Yeah. Did I, oh, I must've missed something on my entry list because I'm going back. I'm going back, Code. Well, I, uh, I, I thought that was so uh, interesting. I, I must have missed that. Um, oh. Nope. Nope. You missed something, my friend. You need oh, to make is, another pick. Is she uh, just a sub? She's a sub. You just got all excited seeing her name there, didn't you? Uh, yeah. I really. <laughs> <laughs> I think you did that one time. I, was, I did. I, uh... I totally did. <laughs> Mind you, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we, Cody has Stanislava uh, Konstantinova from uh, Russia. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Give me... And while that would be exciting, you you go ahead, you rejig. I'll I, tell uh, the okay. listeners what I'm thinking. I got, I got mine. All right, but yeah, you can go ahead. Okay. Well, so I mean, we're in a consensus that uh, Elizaveta took to Masheva is going to take this thing, and uh, I think that's not. I don't think that's. Uh, anything but a solid foregone conclusion because uh took to Masheva, she started strong this season like she's put in work in the off season oh yeah she's she has come out um, she, well she basically swung up where she left off at worlds or world team trophy yeah yeah i mean she she's she's figured out that she can't uh she can't ride on her laurels um they, she hasn't been to. Oh no, sorry, that's somebody else. I'm looking at the wrong one. Um, I'm looking at Alina Kostrnaya. Um, no, she came second at Lombardia, uh, behind Sherbakova. Yeah, Sherbakova. Um, 
I know it's it's so tough to remember who was what. <laughs> but uh, Tuktamasheva, I mean, world and European champion in 1415, um, but has not since returned to um, to the world's. She hasn't done Olympics, so there's probably that that bee in her bonnet um, that she would like to go and represent Russia. But because there's been such a turnover in Russian women skating, it's been really tough to to get some of these girls their their shot. I mean, heck, some would say Evgenia Medvedeva almost missed her shot, right? Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> like, and really, she she might have she might have had that one shot, and Zagitova took it from her, and that's it. That's all. Um, because the way that Russian women skating is going. Wow. Um, so, I mean, took to Misheva while she, she's had her big day in the sun. Oh, wow. You're making moves. Whew. man. I feel like this is draft day. <laughs> uh, t- yeah. Took to Misheva should be a foregone conclusion and, uh, Kostranaya, yeah, a solid second. And then the dance begins. Because you know, where, where are you coming up with this stuff, man? Holy smokes. So I'll tell the listeners what I'm seeing. His picks have moved around and danced, but um, we've both got a Japanese skater, Yokoi, or Yokoi, um, Yuhana Yokoi of Japan. Yeah. You've got her in third. Yes. And I've got her in fourth. Uh, her personal best is 184 points at the Junior Grand Prix of Armenia last year. Um, so she's got some podium experience. Like she's, uh, she's seen some success. She knows what, you know, what work looks like. Um, I have her in fourth because I took star Andrews and, and then, star. Yeah. We switched that one. I took star, star in fourth. You have her in third. I took star because she started the season really well this year at Lombardia with a, a 181 um yeah. and she came out of nowhere for me so it was like what where like this little girl from the united states just boom i'm like okay i mean i saw she had success at the junior circuit um for the states i mean yeah the, i mean that's not to, to take away what from uh from those aspects of her, uh, her career, just like, it wasn't a name on my radar. It wasn't a name that I was looking at going, yeah, I got to watch for that one. Like, or, or like even as a senior going, yeah. I mean, so if I look at her nationals, um, she was sixth in senior two years ago, eighth in senior last year. Um, so it wasn't even to me like a name that we're talking about regularly. Um, like your, uh, Oh wow! Your Karen Chen's, your uh, Mariah Nagasu, Ashley, your Wagner. Ash- Ashley Wagner's. Like, there's there's a whole your Gracie Golds, your Polina Edmonds. Like there was there was a whole slew of girls in front of her, so that one just jumped out for me, and I went, hey, you know what? She's she's coming out early. Good. All right, she started strong. She threw a personal best down. It's probably only going to get better. And then Lynn Fors. I'm sorry, I gotta go look this one up. Cause that's uh So she actually I have uh She's the sub, dude. You picked another sub. Did I? Oh my god. <laughs> I was not paying attention. 
you were so excited about jump. Okay, I'll talk about my my five pick, and then you can put your five pick in the same as mine, because I went with Gabby oh. Dale. And you're like you rat. Um, I'm going with Gabby Daleman. I mean, the personal best score fits in the uh, in the model here, and actually, her personal best score is 192, which is higher than uh, Andrews and Yokoi. Um, but I'm thinking about this from the standpoint of her making her comeback last year at at uh, Worlds, trying to get back out there. Um, and thinking about it from the standpoint of okay, she needed to, she needed some time off. She took it, which hey, good for you. Um, you're supposed to do that, you know, when your body says okay, and your brain says I'm not ready yet. Um, but uh, she hasn't always come up strong. Like she'll come up with one strong. It's usually the short. In the past, she's come up with a really strong short. And the free skate's been a lot of work. Yeah. So yeah. Um. Obviously, had some. Had to take some time off for. Mental health. Um, yeah. Mental health. Yeah. In the last couple of years, um, and. Yeah, I think she just hasn't quite regained form since. Um, very streaky, like you said. We'll see glimpses of. Ah, oh, that's like the old Gabby. Um, or but, that's that's like that performance that you can really remember standing out in your mind. Like I can remember some free skates at nationals and just going like, "Wow!" Even like, well, when she won bronze at Worlds, she was on mm-hmm. fire. Yep, but that was now like three years ago. Ooh, maybe I know longer. it was sixteen, seventeen season. Mm-hmm. Okay, so she was she was second at Four Continents that year. I mean, she was. She was ready to rock and roll, but uh, she was gearing up for Pyeongchang. That was really important. Like I think for her in her, like her projection of where she wanted to get to, she might have peaked a little early. Um, but to be fair, that that field the next year was just deep. Oh yeah, just crazy deep. Um, and oh, another thing is, I know there's been some coaching shuffle the Toronto Cricket Club. So mm-hmm. I'm not even sure she's still there. Uh, um, no, she's over at, uh, she's over at the Granite. Granite. Yeah, yeah, with Lee. Yeah, so she's not working with um, Brian Oyster anymore. No, no, but she's, uh, I, I, I actually have a friend on the inside over at uh, Granite, and he goes, yeah, it's pretty cool. Because Lee's brought in a bunch of his skaters and seen some pretty big tricks and some great skating. Yeah. Getting around practice, which is awesome. <laughs> so, I mean, I like her musical choice uh, for the free skate. Uh, well, I know what it is. You want, you want me to tell you? Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 performed by Celine Dion. It's a song by Jim, St- Jim Steinman. And uh, I use this as my own, like, little joke every now and then. Like, when I'm trying to remember something, I go, you know, it's I, – I feel like uh, – I feel like Celine Dion. I can barely recall, but it's all coming back to me now. It's a wicked powerful piece of music, but uh, I think I think maybe this is her way of saying like I'm 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 back and I'm ready to be back. You know, last year was tough, but I think uh, I think that's what she's trying to say with that music choice. Hopefully, it's an inspiration to her, and 
and she gets back on track this season. So that's who I've got in fifth. You went with oh, you're like who? you picked another sub. No, 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 no. <laughs> I I this thought I'd get I you to bite. Uh, I chose Sarah Hong from Korea. Um, no bio, but I went nothing. She's Korean. You know what? And they've put out some pretty strong ladies lately. But I mean, if you look at her track record in junior, as far as a national <laughs> competitor, I know seventeenth in junior uh, at nationals last year, twenty fifth um, the year before. I mean, it's it's not a great track record, but but based on the national track record of Korea and what they're sending out there, it stands to reason that she could be quite good. But I guess we'll see. Yeah, I um, I just wanted to mix it up. Honestly, you're like, I'm not going with the obvious choice. <laughs> Screw you, Billy. I'm not picking it. I'm not doing it. Uh, oh, well. And I, I hope I'm wrong. I hope Gabby does great. Um, and I really want her to have really a good year this season. Um, it, it would, it would be very good for her to, to get things turned around at this point And, uh, and be ready to be back as that leader in um, in Canadian women's skating because I think we need that right now. We need a good, strong, world level competitor in uh, in ladies skating. Then that's going to be super important, you know, over the next couple of years, especially while we're trying to get some of our our grassroots skaters and and some of those skaters that are just outside of that elite edge into that area. So yeah. She needs she needs to be there as a leader for those for those skaters and those kids to get it uh, to to give them some time to grow as well and to keep some space open internationally for them. So so fingers crossed. There it is. All right. So there's uh, there's our look at Finlandia, and then if we travel across Europe and in back in time to last weekend, we end up at. Uh, Egna Market in Italy for the Junior Grand Prix, the final Junior Grand Prix. Um, so, um, obviously, I don't think anyone emailed us, but um, you pronounced it. You've been pronouncing it wrong. It's uh, Egna Newmark. Okay. Not Market. Okay. Did you did you check this online on the I, internets? I uh, I'm just looking at the results page right now. Okay. And it says Newmark. Newmark. Okay. Well, I'll trust you. Nobody emailed us. That's not surprising. <laughs> I think it might be you and I that listen to this thing every week, but you know, somebody else might be out there listening. We hope you are. And if you are, let let us know, even if you hate the show. We'll take yeah. that into consideration. Hey, if you um, listen to us just to fall asleep, we'll take it. Uh, yeah, yeah, totally. I think my wife falls asleep when I'm talking about figure skating just a little bit. So, hey, man, thanks for talking talking with me about figure skating. So then somebody stays awake to have a conversation with. <laughs> um, all right, back to Italy. Um, we'll go over to the dance event because the dance event was it was yeah. It was. That, that's about all I got. Um, uh, we both picked one and two bang on. Uh, I did not watch the Russian team, Elizaveta and Alexander. 
Sure. Maybe. Yeah, uh, Andre. 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 There we go. I did not watch them, but I watched Natalie and Bruce uh, because I was really interested in that piece of music and how it was going to be portrayed. That was the meatloaf piece. Oh, right, right. Yeah, and I was totally stoked by it. It's like, oh, I get this. I want to get out there with you guys. I want to like just throw some some passion out there and just like the the they just let loose with it. It was really cool. Um, so if you get a chance, YouTube it. Natalie D'Alessandro and Bruce Waddell, uh, free skate from Junior Grand Prix. They've they've been out there twice with it. So I mean, either time, either time. I mean, I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. Great song, loved it, <laughs> truly enjoyed it. Um, so we had those top two bang on. Um, you took Riggy and Dubrovin. And there you have me. Francesca and, Ale- and I had him in fourth, Alexei and Francesca. Um, that did uh, not pan out. No, they um, they were way down in 10th. I feel like there's always at least one of those in an event. Like it's it's not maybe in like each each individual event, but like in every event that we pick somebody, we're like, what were we thinking? And somebody somebody ends up leaving us with their pants down there, yeah, um, figuratively, not literally. <laughs> um, but yeah, and they were at this time. Um, uh, Una and Gage Brown finished in fifth. I had them in third, but you got it right. Yes, Brown and Brown, there they are. <laughs> um, and you took Lazar Lazareva and Prokofiev. Uh, in fourth, Ooh. they came third. Yep. I knew uh, Del Camp and Somerville in fifth, and they came fourth. Yeah. So we had them all in there between our our two sets of picks there. Um, so yeah, you're you're up by two on that, fifteen to thirteen. Um, and then we wander over to the ladies' event, and <clears throat> Wang. Kate Wang did not have a great weekend. Uh, Lara Gutman from Italy did not have a great weekend. Um, oh, so I gotta go back. Let's look. Um, let's look Kate at what we Wang, got right. Kate Wang came eleventh, and Gutman came seventh. Yeah, didn't didn't quite work out the way we had hoped to see that. Um, Gutman had had a good weekend the week before, so I was really hopeful for that. Um, or not, uh, yeah, maybe it was the week before, but it was a senior B event. The uh, Lombardi, I believe. Yeah. Um, Frolova finished in second. Yes. Park. That's Korean, right? Yep. Yep. She came she in fifth. fifth. And Sinitsina, we had picked totally right, but I think we, when we picked those, we thought that was a completely foregone conclusion. Yes. Yeah, so uh, Kate Wang and Lara Gutman uh, yielded nothing for us, and then our top three picks were exactly the same. So, Cody, you're hanging on to a two-point lead here. <laughs> um, interesting, uh, though. Um, in the stone came four. We had previously talked about her. Yeah, <laughs> where was that earlier in the season? Because I had picked in a stone like <laughs> once. And then I was like, I was on the fence about like, do I do it again? No, no, she wasn't quite where I'd hoped she would be, but good for her for getting up in the top five. That's uh, 
I mean, that's no easy feat when sometimes these, these fields are very consistent and very deep. Like some of the girls at the top are strong, super oh, yeah. strong. Um, and our Canadian Kaya Ruder uh, came sixth, so almost cracked top five. That's yeah. Nice to see. Yeah, it, it was, uh, I think, a more positive outing for her than last time. Yeah. And then, uh, and then we quickly bump over to the men's event. So Cody with a two-point lead, get your broom out. Get ready. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, he's going to start sweeping up the Junior Grand Prix circuit. Or am I? Well, man, come on now. Oh, hey, we haven't dis- come discussed on results yet. All right. So let's... Uh... So so we both picked Peter Gum- Gumanick to win this thing. Uh, and he did not. No. Did, did quite well, uh, but finished in second. Uh, I had picked Daniel Grassel to come in second and he won. Yeah. Which I mean, world junior bronze medalist. He's uh, it was, it was actually pretty big because he was in, in his home country. He was, you know, getting to compete and it meant something because him winning puts him in the junior Grand Prix final. Um, so that's pretty fantastic for, for Daniel. Um, you had him in third. I did. You did. Oh, I got one less point than you there. Yep. And then you had Yablokov in second. I had him in third, and he finished fourth. Yeah. Another point for you there. You're catching yeah. up. There we go. We're almost tied here. Uh, uh, we are tied. We are tied. There we go. Malinin. Ilya Malinin. I had him in fourth. You had him in fifth, and he finished just outside the top five. Yep, at seventh. He had he did not have a great free skate. He was in he was in the mix after the short, but uh, that did not quite pan out. Which leaves us down to your fourth pick and my fifth pick of Shaohimfa, Adam Shaohimfa from France. Yep, and he finishes in fifth, giving me a one point edge. Final score on the competition: Billy thirty four, Cody thirty three. And Cody has to put his broom away. Oh, it felt good, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. When the final numbers came in, I was so, I was like, I was giddy. I was like, ooh, I stopped him. He, I, I thought he was invincible. <laughs> I even double-checked those numbers. So I was like, huh. <laughs> well, my math, right. was, my math was crap the week before, so that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yes. there we go. Congrats to Billy uh, stopping this week. Well, it's 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 of little consequence because there's uh, the, currently the Junior Grand Prix score is three sixteen to two seventy two. Um, <laughs> but now, having got that that out of the way, we are now finalized for all the entries into the Junior Grand Prix final. Um, so, quickly looking at the dance. We'll just tell you and give her a quick rundown. Uh, the the in seating top to bottom uh, from the United States, Avonli Nguyen and Vadim Kolznik. From Russia, Elizaveta Shanieva and David Nazarni. Uh, third, Elizaveta Kubardieva and Andrei Filatov. And just from- to mention, those uh, three teams all won 
both of their junior Grand Prix. Yes. Uh, in fourth, uh, Maria Kazakova and Georgie Rivia from Georgia, they won the other of the events. Yes. So there was the top three teams all had two wins. They had a first and a second. Um, Locia de Mugio and Theo Lemercier uh, finished second in both of theirs. They're from France. And from Russia, finishing, finishing second in both of theirs, Diana Davis and Gleb Smolkin. Um, so names that we were regularly seeing throughout the season. Yeah. Fairly familiar with. Uh, and we'll get to talk about them again in December. Um, shout out to Natalie and Bruce from Canada. Natalie D'Alessandro and Bruce Waddell. Uh, they finished fourth and second in their two events and are on the alternate list. Yes, second alternates. Second alternates uh, behind Sofia Tutina, Tutnina and Alexander Shushtitsky of Russia. So big Russia presence, three, three in the dance. Uh, with the United States, Georgia, and France. And they've got two of the alternate spots as well. Um, and then what's nice to see as well is right after the substitutes, they keep going down the list of the ranking. Um, so just missing some substitute spots, we have three Canadian teams in the next four slots. Uh, yeah. I mean... Uh... And and some some hardware from each of those. So Emmy Bronsard and Aisa Boragua, uh, they finished in third at uh, their second event in Croatia. Uh, Nadia Bashniska and Peter Beaumont finishing uh, third in their event in Russia, and Makita or Miku Makita and Tyler Ganara uh, finishing fourth in both of their events. Uh, over the course of the season. So uh, there's there's some good stuff coming up because I think a lot of those teams were very new, very young. Um, like the, I, a lot of that was first year Junior Grand Prix stuff, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I believe two of those teams had one last year, one Junior Grand Prix. Yeah. Okay. Well, hopefully this, this bodes well for for uh, junior ice dance in Canada. Yeah, for sure. In the uh, the pairs, it's almost all Russia. It's almost all Russia. Um, uh, Panaflova and Rylov of Russia, Artemeva and Narzichev, uh, Akhanteva and Kolosov, Mohamed Zinova and Miranov. Uh, those are your top four. Um, the only team to win both was Panaflova and Rylov. And then everybody else won one and came in second. Uh, Mikhamet Sionova and Mirnov finished second and third in theirs. Uh, the Germans breaking up the Russian sweep of this. Uh, Annika Hockey and Robert Kunkel. I know it's probably not pronounced hockey, but H O C K E. It's just missing a Y. <laughs> um, they finished third in both of theirs and they're there in that top six and Alina Pepleva and uh, Roman Pleshkov of Russia. So they're the only team to go in with only one piece of hardware. Uh, odds are probably not going to be in their favor to be, uh, to be on that podium, but there we go. Hey, and then, it's uh, 
couple months away, so you never know what training you can do. It's true, put in some work. And uh, just outside, like you mentioned uh, with the dance, just outside of that uh, substitute list, Brooke McIntosh and Brandon Tost of uh, Canada, almost making it into that uh, that substitute list. So, and it, that's their first Junior Grand Prix season. So we'll see them again next year uh, with hopefully some more good stuff. Yeah. Oh, no, sorry. That's a lie. Last yeah. season was their first. It's their second. They're running out of time. But hopefully <laughs> they, uh, you know, hopefully they make good on it. Uh, the men's event will consist of, looks like three Russians, two Japanese, and an Italian. So Andre Mozilev, Yuma Kagiyama, Peter Gumenik, Daniel Grassel, Daniel Samsonov, and Shun Seito. Interesting to note, uh, they've all won one Junior Grand Prix event, except for Mozilev, who's the only one who's won two. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Archer Denelian finished second in both, and usually that's enough to get you in. Yeah. <laughs> usually. But there's a lot of first and thirds. There's a lot of, like, Daniel was first and third, Daniel was first and third, and Shinseito was first and third. And that kind of gums up things a little bit for, you know, somebody who finished second in both of theirs. Yeah, so, um, um, funny enough, um, the way it goes for tiebreakers, because those three that you mentioned uh, have point mm-hmm. scored 26, as well as Danielle has a point scored 26. Um, the way the tiebreaker goes is if you have a first place, it goes to you. Um, if you have the exact same placements, then it goes to your highest total. Uh. Um, so it's funny because Danielian has a higher total than Saito, but since he won an event, <laughs> he uh, gets a tiebreaker. Yeah. Yeah, Shin Saito benefiting from that uh, that event in Lake Placid. And Steven Gogolev, uh, second alternate. And Ilya Yablikov uh, is third alternate. So, I mean... There's there's some strong guys that are not in that group, and that's uh, that's a testament to just how tough this men's event is going to be. So that'll be one to uh, to watch out for as well. Oh, for sure. Ladies' event. Mm. Here we go. Camilla Valieva won them both. Alyssa Liu, she won both of hers. and Lee won both of hers. There's your top three right there. So one Russian... American, Korean, excuse me. And then they, we get into uh, Ksenia Sinitsina, Daria Yusicheva, and Victoria Vasilieva. And it just keeps going, even into the substitutes. Now we're into Anna Frolova, Seon Wee, and Anastasia Tarakanova. So Alyssa Liu is like just jammed in there with uh, the, the Russian and Korean contingents. Uh, in that top nine, so we'll yeah. See. Well, I mean, in the past years, we've seen all Russian junior Grand Prix finals, so it's nice to actually see a Some little diversity. bit of uh, yeah variation there. Yeah, um, but the top two, I think, are are the ones that we're going to be watching to battle it out because uh, Camilla and Alyssa are the ones with the quads, <laughs> and everybody else is just really solid from you know from the, the their base of triples but yeah those two should be uh 
those two should be a huge fight. And I'm looking forward to seeing that and how that shakes out. Uh, real quickly, we want to talk about Japan Open. Or do you want to talk about Dennis 10? Um, let's talk about Japan Open. Okay. Uh, men's or ladies? Um, let's start with the men's. Yeah, let's, we'll save the, the interesting for last. Yeah, I don't think any of this was interesting. Um, we did not have a, a full list of entrants last time we, we talked about this. So it was, uh, it was interesting to see who got added to the list. But So this event goes as a competition between North America, Europe, and Asia. Asia. Um, so representing... Oh, not Asia, just Japan. <laughs> just Japan. Um, so representing the United States and North America... Um, we've got Nathan Chen and Vincent Zhu and from Japan, Shoma Uno and Koshiro Shimada. And then Europe was represented by, uh, Dennis Vasilevs and Javier Fernandez. Now, Javi, this is like a, this is a pro-am event. So he's coming out of retirement for this and I'm willing to bet he did not play with a quad. He did not. Because why would you train for that? Like this is this is more of a fun event, right? So, um, that that being said, you know, some of these guys are tuning like they're tuning up life for the the season. Nathan Chen didn't seem to hold back much. No, he um, he skated pretty well. I mean, always interesting to see his. Uh, music choices and everything, and this is the first time we've seen it. Um, yeah, yeah. So what did you he think? He had uh, a hip hop number. And it's long. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting. And, and, uh, and these are longs only, by the way. Yes. Yeah, we don't do short programs. Um, interesting. Um, not my favorite. I would say program or choreography, but definitely has some very interesting elements that I'd like to see like grow. Oh, totally. And I mean, he's, he's got room for growth here because I mean, he left the quad Lutz out, but he's got a quad flip quad toe Euler. Uh, it's a planned triple flip, which I thought was an interesting combination to, um, to have there just because uh, max was... out on those points, right? Totally. Like I would never, I, I, I guess a lot of people haven't thought about the idea of doing that. Uh, we've seen the sow usually on the other end of that, but not the flip. So that's kind of cool. Um, and quad sow quad toe later in the program. So he still rocked four quads. Um, and he had two triple axles planned and he popped the second one. Um, so, I mean, there's room for growth. There's room for improvement. And he popped the, uh, the quad toe, uh, half loop to a single flip instead of the triple. So yeah, he's got some stuff to tidy up there, but his technical score alone was 98 points. Like that's, that's pretty hefty. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's like, damn. 
and he can skate. So he's got a program component score of 91. So yeah, he's, he's going to break 200 again this season in that free skate. Mark my words. <laughs> I mean, that's what the podcast is for to mark my words. We can go back and we can check it later. Yeah. Um, Shoma, Shoma not faring quite as well with all of this, his fun toys. Mr. Quad toe. looks like he doubled the triple axle. And it's funny, um, um, you were saying before how it'll be interesting to see how he is coachless um, and how he did after, or how he's doing after that Russian summer. Um, I, I think it's a mixed bag. First, Yeah, this was our first glimpse. But, and, but uh, yeah, I think, it, I think it's a mixed bag. I don't think he's come out any worse for wear, but he doesn't seem to be any better. Yeah, I at mean, least not little, yet. A little rough, but like I said, first outing. We tend yeah. to see that. Yeah, I mean, he got the quad flip out, but he did not get the quad sow. Um, interestingly, you don't see the triple axle quad toe attempt. And not he was yet. he was trying that at World Team Trophy, so I'm still waiting to see that one. And we were talking about that. Uh, back in April or May. Yeah. Uh, so that'll be, that'll be hopefully exciting. Uh, Vincent going out and getting just tagged again on under rotation. Uh, quad toe, a triple toe on the end of his quad sow, quad Lutz. Um, not having as much luck. Um, but that happened at his, uh, his first outing uh, on the senior B circuit as well. Uh, Shimada, not all that exciting. And Fernandez, I mean, I really wasn't expecting the moon. I mean, he got tr- he got two triple axles in there. Uh, one of them probably not nearly as nice as the other. Um, and he got a couple spin like v- spin violations. But I- again, he's been doing shows. He's retired. This is not. I mean, this is for fun. This is not for you know anything but just going out and enjoying performing. So. Uh, I can't imagine that he was putting in like a, a truckload of training, imagining that this was going to be something crazy for him. Yeah. I don't know. All right. So that was, sorry, that was the order, by the way, Nathan Chen, Shoma Uno, Vincent Zhu, Shimada, Fernandez, Vasilevs in that order, top to bottom. Uh, and then the ladies, this is where and, it got interesting. Well, this is this is where the magic happens. Um, some some names that we were talking about earlier in women's skating. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start from the bottom because uh, we were talking about Mar- Mariah Nagasu earlier. Yeah. Um, she, you know, some some more under rotation, and uh, that's the, yeah. I mean. It's well, just it. It's gonna hurt. Doesn't matter where you do it or when you do it. It it hurts I your bottom line. Believe she is coming out of retirement as well. Am I? I I don't think she was listed as a an original entrant. So I mean, maybe. I mean, certainly, if you look at the landscape of women skating in the United States, it might be time to start putting things away. But I think she's been around since like 2010 like the 2010 Olympics. So yeah, probably, probably had enough and it would make complete sense. Um, Brady Tunnell, on the other hand, 
is still very active in competition. Yes, and she got tagged a few times as well. Uh, on a triple toe combination after a triple let. She's got two triple lets, triple toe combinations. I love that you can get tagged for repeating a jump and they give you a like a a factored score for the jump if you do it twice without a combination. But if you do the same combination twice, we'll give you a pass on that. Uh, to me, it's a little silly. Satoko Miyahara, again, more under rotation, just on, on things like triple sows. I typically, you typically don't see that triple lutz. I could understand maybe, but, uh, and then Rika Kiyahara, uh, came out showing off that triple axle. Got yep. two really nice ones done. Uh, seems to have a little bit of trouble with the triple loop at the end of the program, but she looks like she's aiming to be right as rain for the competition season. <laughs> um, lots of positive GOE. Um, but aside from the triple axle, nothing really jumps out no. from that scorecard. Um, Alina Zagidova in second. I'm seeing a lot of fours on her sheet. A lot of fours? Yes, for GOE. Oh, yeah. Well, she knows she needs something to keep her in this conversation with the next gen. Yeah. And it's crazy to think that there's a next gen behind her. At like what seventeen, eighteen, but, <laughs> yeah. but there is a next gen behind her that is going to kick her butt, and uh, I mean her. So this is the thing as as we look at these these cards. Goe is a huge factor. She's got a base value for her tricks or her elements at sixty three, and she boosted that up almost seventeen points from grade of execution bonuses. So from that standpoint, yeah, she's, she's skating strong, but there is nothing in this program to me that screams that she has done anything to make herself a part of the conversation compared to this next kid. Well, I mean, jump wise, no, um, jump wise, skating skill wise. She's going to have to rely on that, and it's going yeah. to run out. That's my that's my opinion on it. It's going to well, run out. That's been the trend so far, yeah. Because she had a total point score of 154, and her element score was 80, and her component score was, one se- or was 74. So there's that. And then we're coming to this kid, Alexandra Trusova. Yes. So Trusova's program components were 63. More than 10 Mm. points below. Yep. Her base value for her elements was 87, which is more than Trusova had with positive GOE. And then Uh, Trusova... Zagidova, yeah. Sorry. So she had like... What's that? 20, 24 point, 25 point spread just in base value alone. And then she ran that up another 10 points. So she got another 10 points in positive GOE. And she didn't even skate great. 
Like she still had some, <laughs> she still had some minus GOE in there. She did quad sow, quad lutz, quad toe, triple toe, quad toe, half loop, triple sow. That took a little hit. Triple lutz, triple loop. She took a little hit on the triple loop because it was downgraded. Uh, or sorry, slightly under rotated. Um, and another triple lutz. And she's missing a level on her step sequence. Um, that being said, that is the first woman to land four quadruple jumps in a in a competition. And she's 15. <laughs> yep. And Nathan Chen Instagrammed about it. Yeah, that's that's how big a deal this is. Nathan Chen had had to say, "Oh my goodness, this kid just like wow." Nathan Chen, the Quad King. When the Quad King is impressed, I think we you know we need to take a step back because this kid could probably give him a run for his money. I mean. She has she has some work to do on the point side, like on the the component sky, the component side of the skating. Yeah, well, I mean, we we're just talking about um, base values and positive GOEs and like total like score of that. Um, Nathan Chen's base value was seventy eight, and he brought it up to ninety eight. So she had more of. I mean, she had a better. He have a she, couple pops in there, um, but yeah, she almost had the same element total. As mm-hmm. And she actually had a higher base value than he did. No, granted, again, if you get those pops fixed, um, I'd like to say that he did a triple axle and a single, and she does a double, um, so that should even it out, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> He only has but, um, two uh, combinations as well, whereas you're allowed three. Right, because the second triple axle should have been in combination. Yes. Yeah. So, so he's missing some stuff, but still, that's highly competitive. Like this, this 15 year old girl, Alexandra Trusova. I don't know. It's early in the season, but she stays healthy. She could be going like back to back, like Zagitova should have. Um, junior world champion, world champion. Because I'm struggling to think of who should be taking her on. Sherbakova? Yeah, it's going to be another Russian. <laughs> yeah, another little Russian girl with quads. Because if we think back to what we at Worlds, yeah. uh, we were talking about Alina Zagitova, kind of. And Evgenia Medvedeva. And none of these girls have enough technical content to rival that. And they, there's no way that their component scores are going to make up the gap that gets created I would by the technical content. There's no way. Because um, we've seen the trend in skating before where they rely, not rely, but they emphasize a lot the program components. Um. But the trend does seem to be quads rule over everything. Okay, so here's the math, my friend. And here's, here's where I think they're, they're running out of space to do that. Alina Zagitova is scoring in her program components 
anywhere from 8.75 to a perfect 10. And while, while Trusova is somewhere in between the 7 and 8.5 to 8.3, maybe, no, 8.5, 7 to 8.5 range, there's not much more that they can do for Zagitova to give her a buffer over over the other one. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, um, there's, a, yes. there's a cap on the, the component scores and how high they can go because it only goes to 10. They can't push it beyond that. So they've given Zagitova perfect 10s, and there's really not a lot of room. They can they can keep pushing those up a little bit, but there's not as much room to push that up to make up the technical content, especially when there's only an 11-point gap and she's creating 17 points technically. Yeah. Um, where I'm talking more is about like the GOE and the factory stuff like that, where um, they'll be like, oh, that was skated really fast. Plus four. And whereas the quad, uh, sometimes they'll be like, you know what? wasn't very fast. It was a little sketchy. We'll give it minus one. Sometimes you're like, ooh, that was just a quad. We'll give it plus three. You know, where it's like, they'll choose certain years um, where they'll be more generous with those GOEs. Yeah, and this is the first, second season that we've gone to the plus five, minus five, right? Second season. Uh, Yes, I believe so. Yeah, so we'll see what they do with it this year. Uh, Looks like they're getting... First season? Second year. Second year. uh, Yeah, no, second year. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, because we were talking about this last year with Canadian Nationals and uh, and uh, Larkin, right? Larkin, and we we got into that about like why why is she not trying a triple triple? Because the plus five was way more valuable to her than trying to screw around with a triple toe on the end of a <laughs> another triple jump. Um, but yeah, to me, that's what's going to happen with uh, Trusova. It's it's she's she's got enough technical content there that she's almost going to be untouchable as long as she can stay in the mix in the short program, and that's going to be the tricky part because without the triple axle, she's not uh, she can lose a lot of ground because there's I mean we're seeing more and more of them. There's you just sent me one this week. There's a twelve year old Russian girl with triple axle, another one. Yeah, um, but we were seeing um, Rika. Is going to have one. Took to Masheva. Um, the, you, yeah, that's it. Young you, you, like, you and you. Um, I mean, there's three right off the top of my head. Alyssa uh, Liu. Alyssa Liu, but she won't be in the senior ranks this season. Um, yes, she won't be I mean, at senior senior worlds. No, uh, maybe you never know. I don't think she's old enough. I think we got another year oh, before we see her. I always forget about age. Right. Age, yep. You're right. Yeah, we're an ageist sport. We're not allowed to play with the big boys yet, um, or girls for that matter. Uh, so yeah, so we won't see her quite yet to be able to see that in a short program from her. Uh, but there are a few more that are coming with the triple axle. And uh, oh, um, Turnus Turnus Baeva, Elizaveta, Elizabeth. I don't remember. She may. Uh, she may. Um, interesting. Yeah. 
so yeah, there's going to be a few few girls that are going to get that triple axel in the short program. So as long as Trusova can stay up there and be competitive, which I mean, really, with a triple X triple loop combination, and uh, you know, a solid triple flip, and you know, getting your level fours in, there's really no reason not to be uh, not to be in the mix. But we'll see. So I mean, that to me is the exciting thing. Trusova is just completely changing not completely well yeah completely changing the ladies event now yeah and pushing the boundaries and we were lucky to see like oh we're gonna get one or maybe two two of the same quad but yeah she's goodness she's swinging yeah she is swinging for the fence um so yeah real quick you want to pop over and visit with dennis 10 um, if you would like, I mean, we're going a bit long on this podcast. I think so. We're, I mean, we're like 80 minutes in. We're an hour and we're coming up. Let's just round it out to an hour and a half and go real fast. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So the Dennis 10 Memorial, uh, in honor, this is the inaugural event. First time that, uh, they'll be having it, uh, in honor of Dennis 10, who was murdered, um, so this event is in Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan. It's got a junior ladies and men's event, uh, and then senior ladies, senior men, senior dance, and senior pair. Uh, the dance and pairs events are pretty small. Um, and in dance, nobody's really jumping out to me. Like in the in the uh, the entries there, that uh, that screams to me like I, I know that. And unfortunately, none of these are links. <laughs> to their their isu bios so it was um, like we could yeah, make dude. guesses but they'd be guesses now the only ones in dance that i would have any sort of clue is uh katharina Mueller and tim dick uh, germany like, yeah i've seen their name before that's about it yep that's about it and then senior pairs um they've got three teams two of them for spain one from russia and the Russian team, I don't recognize. And um, I actually recognize his name, Ilya Spiridonov. I believe he had a different partner a couple years ago when we saw him on the junior circuit. Um, Clearly has not yet made his splash in senior. So, um, And it doesn't look like this is going to be like a, an elite or attended by very many elite athletes in the pairs or dance event. So um, sad to say, but... Uh, it seems to be that way. Um, the senior men's event, uh, we've got uh, a couple, I guess, that, that jump out to me. Makar Ignatov of Russia. Yeah, we he saw just, him earlier in the season. Just saw him at Nebelhorn. He won. Ah, yes. uh, Gleb Letflin of Russia. He was, uh, he was just outside that, um, that junior Grand Prix alternate spot. Yep. And he, I mean, he has a brilliant performance back in uh, in Lake Placid earlier this season. Uh, Morris Kavishvili of Georgia. Um, name we saw from the Senior B, the Challenger Series. Um, and was in our top five at that point. He's got some some nice quads. He's training with Eteri, uh, so that would yep. be another one to watch out for. Uh, we talked about Mark Gordnitsky. Um he the only reason he sticks out to me was because he was a solid fifth place for me and got me got me full marks on my 
one of my picks. So, and Canadian-born boy. Yes, that as well. Uh, senior ladies, as you go through this, Cody, you got. I know you're probably just trying to pull it up, aren't you? No, I have. Um, you're like, give me a minute, have, dude. Slow down. Uh, Rio Bova, which I've picked in one of the B events from Azerbaijan. Uh, another uh, country we don't talk about a whole heck of a lot, but yeah. No. Nope. Uh, uh, Dabin Choi of the Republic of Korea. Yeah. Um, um, Serafima Sakanovich. Uh, that name sticks out because I've seen her on Instagram uh, with Angels of Plashenko. Okay, right on. Um, Maria Sitskova is another one I think we saw on the Junior Grand Prix circuit. I think um, on the Junior Grand Prix circuit or the Senior B, one of the two. Senior B, yeah. Senior she hasn't B. been junior for a while now. Okay. Um, but interesting to note, uh, we just talked about Elizabeth Tuzinbayeva from Kazakhstan, and she is not at this event. Uh, well, it could well be that she's preparing for um, Skate America. I can't remember if she's on that, that list or not. I remember looking at the lineup for, for uh, Skate America and going, oh, that's going to be a tough ladies' event. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if I remember seeing her in there. Let's see if I can quickly pull it up here. So it wasn't one of the ones that I was planning on chatting about tonight, but hey, we'll uh, see what we got here. They also have junior men and junior ladies at this event. Some junior men we've seen are Tyr Danielian, Daniel Samsonov. We just talked about them. Mm-hmm when we're talking about the Junior Grand Prix Final. I'm wondering if Samsonov will end up pulling out because he's in the Junior Grand Prix Final. I um, mean, I mean, it's not for a couple months. I know. I'm just thinking, like, if the Russian Federation is going workload, like, we don't want to we don't want to overwork him. We want him, you know, to still feel fresh. And it could be a lot of, uh, these are young men, very yeah. young men. And that kind of, uh, that kind of workload to go back out and prepare for another competition that quickly. Um, probably just not something that they necessarily need to do. Um, but I understand this is, you know, this is not all about what, uh, what you gain from the competition, but uh, also, I guess, in honor of uh, a brilliant skater that we're no longer able to enjoy. Yeah. Um, and then quickly before you go, uh, a couple junior ladies, Daria Usacheva and Maya Kromik. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we saw them on the uh, the Junior Grand Prix season. Uh, Daria, uh, another one I think we just talked about earlier tonight about making the Junior Grand Prix Finals. So that, again, could be an interesting um, turn of events. Uh, Maya Kromik, we saw her very early on. And then I think we saw her relatively quickly again. And she also... Um, quite good. She had a good, I think she had a reasonable uh, outing for her first junior Grand Prix season. Yeah. Expect to see, see more from her next year. Definitely. Um, and then beyond that, not, not a lot of, uh, not a lot of names that we're accustomed to seeing. So uh, that being said, I think that's, uh, that's about all of it. Wow. We crammed like four competitions in there. Um, but some exciting news from the Japan Open, which was great. I put Cody's broom away. <laughs> That's exciting. Uh, 
and we've got uh, another senior bee coming up. So Finlandia. And then I think I'm not a hundred percent sure because my calendar is all a mess. Um, but I think next weekend we're going into senior Skate Grand Prix. Senior Grand Prix and Skate America. So we'll have to get our pickings going on. We get uh, Skate America and then we've got um, then we've got Skate Canada and then we'll be going into um, I think Grenoble going into France for the third week. So it's just going to keep rolling. Yeah. Which, hey, I'm, I'm all for. Uh, so there we have it. There's, uh, there's another week in the books and we're just under that hour and a half mark. So I think it's a great time to put a pin in it. Don't you code? Perfect. And, yeah. Uh, call it a night. Uh, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, Please email us. Let us know you're listening at uh, ptkcpod at gmail.com. Um, from wherever you are, if you're listening, you know, overseas and enjoying us while you're coaching at one of these events or, you know, watching one of these events and you're like, hey, you're, you guys are doing pretty good. Uh, we'd appreciate that. If you're like, hey, you guys suck and you should probably stop doing this, you can email us that too. We probably won't listen to you, but. <laughs> I'll read it. I'll read it. And then I'll probably delete it or send you back a nice email and say, Hey, thanks for sending us an email. Um, but uh, that in mind, that's uh that's it for this week. So uh, I'm Billy. I'm Cody. And ice is slippery. And then.